I don't like when we move. Like, I, I realize that we have to push this thing out of the way whenever we have a card game down here. Yeah. Which, by the way, before you leave, we have to figure out if we're going to have a card game in March. Yes. Because I texted you that question, and you didn't answer that question, but you answered the question after that. Listen, you- I don't know. <laughs> it, it has been a horrible week. It has been a horrible week. I mean, I feel like I say that every week for the past two months, but it just keeps getting worse every week every week's worse every week is worse it, i'm sorry to hear that well hopefully it gets better because it's going to be some beautiful weather here in berks county this weekend yes. what i was going to say was i don't know what happens but when we move things like uh things end up almost in the exact same location but for some reason the centimeter this way the inch that way it all adds up to just utter mass chaos when i try to get back into a position where i can see the computer i can see the ipad and i can see the board and have my microphone in a place where i don't have to completely and utterly fiddle with it for an hour straight i'm not allowed to touch anything so i just talk well that's for good that's for good uh, it is is there anything in front of me that you would like to have the responsibility of uh no <laughs> I mean, really, you name it, and I'll push it your way. No, <laughs> because I don't know when. To, like, you're you're very you time everything perfectly. I wouldn't know when to touch the buttons to make you know Indian jingle bells. Yeah, I mean, you know, how do you know when to make the Indian jingle bells? That's always the big question. Yeah, I mean, you like that right, like right there. I I wouldn't know to do that. Yeah, I mean, so I just come here, I sit, I talk. <laughs> And Sometimes I, you even talk into the microphone. And I look pretty. You sure do. Damn it. You sure do. Uh, so, yeah. So last night, I went into, uh, I went to play a card game with my dad and some of his friends. And actually, uh, normally there'd be a couple of uh, guys there that I played Little League with. So it's guys and their sons and uh, some other old guys. Yeah. And they needed a fill-in last night, and I was free, so I went to play. And they play some out-there games, man. Like, they play some games that I've never heard of. i played a lot of poker, a lot of Texas Hold'em. Yeah. Whether it's here in my basement, whether it's at your house, Mm -hmm. whether it's at my buddy's house, whether it's at the casino. I've played a lot of Texas Hold'em. Very familiar with poker. Yeah. But when the cards are in a different order on the board and you have different amounts in your hands and you can make cards and hands on different rows and you can have a high and a low, it's just complete and utter chaos. And it took me a while to get in the flow, but I, I think I understand most of the games that they played last night. Yeah, and keeping track of wild cards. Yeah. and th- uh, Yeah, th- that's like, excuse the, the phrase here, but that's like old man poker. You know what? The Some of the games I actually enjoyed. Really? I, I did enjoy some of the games. So when you told me that, I'm thinking, oh, Mike's going to hate this because Mike says Texas Hold'em, you know, I, I as I am I. I thought I would. And I don't mind playing, you know, weird card games once in a while, but. I'm I don't more think to hold them, guy. I don't think they were all that weird. They were just completely and utterly different. There were very few games that had wild cards, and when they had wild cards, what made it uh, interesting? It wasn't like fours are wild or queens are wild or jacks yeah. are wild. It was whatever like low card you have in your hand. That's your wild card. So it made it interesting because all those games where you had a low card in your hand and were a wild card, most of them were draw games. So your wild card could change. Oh, and or you get more wild cards. Yes, or you could, or you, or you could have two fours in your hand, right? And those are your wild cards. So you, you could have like you could have two aces and two fours. That would make you four aces, right? And then you draw a card because you have to draw at least one card. Oh, if you get, and you like, get a like, two. you get a deuce. Oh, and you go from having four aces to having three aces. Which is not very good. Actually, you have a full house. You'd have three aces and, a, and, and two fours, which sounds great, but in a game like that, normally isn't good enough See, to win. See, that to me is stressful. Like, it, I feel yeah. like Texas Hold'em is stressful enough. when, yeah. I, when I, I can't remember the two cards I have in my hand half yeah. the time, let alone trying to manage wild cards changing and... Wow. And same thing, we played a seven-card stud. You ever play seven-card yes, stud? Yes, I, li- I actually like stud. I like seven-card stud a lot. Yeah. And we played it, you roll your own cards. So you get three cards dealt face down, right? Okay. Now, in seven-card stud, the game starts, you always end up with seven cards. You start with three, two down, one up. Mm-hmm. You get three cards dealt down. You get to decide which card you're going to put up and which card you're going to show. And the lowest <laughs> card in your hand when they played this was wild, the lowest card in the hole. Wow. So then you got, a, a, your next card was down, and you could decide any of the three cards that you now had down would be the card you could show up. So I ended up with five nines at the end of one hand because I had three deuces in the hole. Okay. And two nines showing, or, or it was three, it was five fives. So I, yeah, so yeah it, that, that game was fun. And that game, again, if you're holding like fives in the hole, like you have two fives, you think that's your wild card? Yeah. And then you get a deuce, the last card. Oh, it changes everything. changes everything. Oh. So very interesting game. So it's 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 a lot of luck. I mean, all poker, all is, poker luck, is but yeah. But it's more... You still want to position yourself. There were one, there was one game where there was points, and that one was all luck. Like that, there had nothing to do with skill, as, as long as you could add. 
you could play that good. game. Yeah, and I mean, just about what you were dealt. And you know, the funny thing is, we were just talking about this. Um, a group of us got together. We we oh, it was for friend's birthday, and we came back to my place and we were playing games, and um, we played like you ever play Blitz. Mm, well, yeah, thirty-one. Thirty-one. Yes. Yeah, we used to play thirty. Let me tell you, the amount of hours I've spent playing thirty-one around my grandmother's dining room table yeah. is uncountable. And that's what we play. I mean, that uh, we play that as kids. Yeah, all the time. Mike, yeah, it's an easy game. Yep. It's and it's fun because you know you're like oh blitz and you're yep. hanging on, you knock and things like that. Anyway, yep. and do you guys play that like uh, the first person to act? If they knock, nobody gets a turn. You flip the cards right up. No. Yeah, that's a great little addition to the game. So the you know the guy you. Like the person to the left of the dealer, right? Yeah. The first person to get cards. Yeah. If they look at their hand and they want to just knock. Yeah. Like they say they have 21 or 20 or they think as long as they're not the lowest. Yeah. If they think someone else is screwed out there, you knock. No one gets a turn. Everyone flips their cards over. Oh, that's risky. My wife hates that. And I do it all the time. It's so much fun. I'll even like look at the first two cards. Yeah. Knock and then make the last card dealt face up. Now, do you play where if you don't beat anyone, you pay two? You pay twice. I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's a good rule. Yeah. And, but you know, we were talking about this, and we said, I said, I wish we could just get a day to play silly card games. You know, like like what you're playing, like yes. quarter games, dealer's choice. You that's know, goes, we, that's basically yeah. what it was, dealer's choice. And I like that. I mean, yeah. once in a while, I mean, it break, it's fun. It's a little silly. Yeah. You know, it breaks up. I feel like when I play Hold'em, it's a little serious, because I that's just my mentality. I mean, yeah. as much as possible. Even, yeah. even when we're playing with friends, it's like, yes. you know, you, you go all in, and you have, like, yeah, this was this was a, and this was a limit game. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, I because we could try that sometime. I'm just not sure how many people in our group. No, I don't think our group would like be. Jude could handle it. Yeah, I, Matt would handle it. Would just it would be a lot. For, I mean, because I don't know the rules, and if I'm yeah. not sure on the rules, I I wouldn't want to put that on people. When yeah, I'm exactly. Running the game. Yeah. yeah, so I'd have to play in this game a couple more times. Yeah, exactly. Maybe if you if you go into it having a couple games, know the rules. Like yeah. If you're going to call Follow the Queen, you need to know how to play Follow the Queen. Yeah, see that one, I don't know how to play. That one, that one's fun. Midnight baseball's fun. So I go uh, to this game last night, and uh, I know I know all these guys except for one. Uh, some of them have been like little league coaches. They've all lived in the neighborhood, so I know most of these guys. Now I haven't seen them for a long time. So to them, and if I see them, it's very you know once a year at a yeah. golf tournament or something. So to them, I'm my dad's son and the guy on the radio they listen to. Right? Oh, uh, okay. So it's a very weird combination. Like yeah. they're asking me all these like radio questions about the station and stuff, which is fine. We have fun, and I'm standing there, and the part of the deal was it was twenty dollars to play in the card game and then 10 bucks for food so they had like pork barbecue and this thing called chicken a la king oh yeah yeah which yeah. is like chicken pot pie but better yeah, uh, yeah it was yeah. so good so i'm sitting there and you put this like roll type deal pastry type deal on the bottom of a bowl and then you just pour the chicken a la yeah. king on top and i'm trying to eat it with a with a uh a plastic fork and i'm trying to cut <laughs> the bread and i'm like standing there talking to people and the fork breaks and my fist goes into the bowl of steaming hot chicken a la king. And the chicken a la king flies everywhere. Only you can have a chicken a la king injury. I had a chicken a la king error is what happened. And it just flew absolutely everywhere. It got on my face. It got on my sweatshirt. It got on the poker table. It got on the floor. And keep in mind, I had not been in that building for more than five minutes because I was starving because I had an early lunch because I left work early because I was there late on Thursday and I came home and I was just exhausted. I laid down then I went to the gym. So I didn't eat from like 1230 until like, I don't know, seven o'clock and I was dying. I was so hungry. I get there, crack, splash, chicken a la king, which is boiling hot goes flying everywhere out of a crock pot. I mean, oh, the people were burned. People were running from the room. It was awful. It was absolutely awful. So I got it. So now, like the poor guy's wife is still in the room because she's helping him set up. So I have to go into their house, which is supposed to be off limits for the dude. We're out in his like garage rec room area. Which, by the way, he had more dead animals in this rec room area than I've ever seen <laughs> in the wild alive. Just like taxidermy animals everywhere. It was. It was the. My dad has a ton. I'm going to show you some pictures here. Uh, there's um, there's three pictures. Swipe to the uh, swipe from the right to the left. Right, right to left. That's only two walls in his room. Oh my goodness! That's two walls. Look at all those deer. Yeah, deer, turkeys, uh, bear, a bear. I think there's an elk or something in there. Holy, yeah, goodness. Yeah. So I like. Luckily, I didn't get any chicken a la king on the animals, but it was on my jeans, on my shoes. So I had to go in and like bathe myself oh, off geez. in the kitchen sink. And because of me, the wife brought out like actual normal, regular forks. 
The funny thing is, when you're in the bathroom, the guy's like, "Thanks for inviting your son." Yeah, there. your son's a doofus. Uh, well, like, I mean, he. Uh, I've known. Yeah. That, I've known this guy. The guy whose house I was at was one of my little league coaches. Oh, so he like, knows you're kind of a a doofus, and he yeah. listens every morning. <laughs> and you know, it's no big deal. Like, but I, I, I look at it as payback because he was the batting practice pitcher in little league, and I can't. I think it was just like an inside joke. Let's get Terry to throw batting practice and scare the crap out of these kids. Because <laughs> he had no idea where the ball was going. Yeah. He was like Mitch Williams drunk. <laughs> no idea where the ball was going. Yeah, that's it was, good. I mean, it was, just, it, was, it was like the first uh, hour of Major League before uh, Rick Vaughn got the glasses. That was like the entire baseball career when this guy threw. But he hit me so many times. And they were actually telling a story last night. Un- like, I didn't even prompt it. When I walked in, they were telling a story about hitting another kid and how he cried many years ago. I was like, well, you're a grown adult. Of course he's going to cry. <laughs> Numerous times, mind you. Oh, my God. I wish it was fly on the wall. That yeah. would have been... Yeah, see, that's... We had a lot of fun. That's fun. It was that's good. fun. And uh, I'm like, I'm going to be one of their... They, they have a normal set of guys, and I guess it's kind of... Some of their guys are kind of falling apart. Uh, they're, they're not coming as much. Things have come up. Their lives are, lives have changed. So I'm like on the uh, outskirts of becoming maybe a uh, maybe a regular. Oh, look at you. It'd be a lot of fun. I lost, uh, I lost 16 bucks. Really? I, but you know it's that's not bad for your first time playing those those type of games. Yeah, you know, I, I those was, guys are used to those. Yeah, games. and like I said, I'm still trying to figure out in most of those games, like what normally wins. Like I don't know when to fold what. Like you said, when four nines aren't good or yeah. four fives or whatever. I mean, that's that's yeah. hard to that's hard to transition yeah. to when you're used to hold them. And a queen, by the way, a queen high flush in not a wild card game, just a draw game. Yeah, no good. And that that ace high flush I lost with two, by the way. That just throws out your normal poker instincts. Yes. You know, and your, and your calculation is okay. Well, this hand, there's five man playing. There's this, I have this hand. You know, did, did, you know. Well, also that. not to get too uh, uh, poker nerdy, we already have for like twelve minutes. Yeah. But uh, you know, you also have the ability in Texas Hold'em to protect your hand by raising. Yeah. In limit games, that's yeah, not can. happening. Yeah. And by the way, it doesn't like yeah no. And if you just throw in, if you're the first to bet, it's the same way in re- regular poker. If everyone just calls because it's a limit game, that's it. You like you don't get a chance yeah. to protect your hand, so it's just yeah. Uh, but a lot of fun. I of course made an ass out of myself. It didn't take long. Only about five minutes. <laughs> I made a complete mess. <laughs> I was the only person to do that the entire evening, by the way. Plus, I was like looked upon as a uh, as some kind of uh, weirdo because I brought my own uh, cooler of beer. Because I didn't know we do that. Like, yeah, I mean, you yeah. do that. I yeah. do that. Yeah. I bring stuff. You bring stuff. Yeah. You know, it is. Well, it is what it is. All right, yeah. we'll get things started. It's episode thirty six of the two twenty two podcast, and it starts right now. Six of the 222 podcasts. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mike. He's Robbie. It's two guys, two drinks, and two snacks. We have our drinks coming up here in just a little bit. We also have our two snacks. I'm excited for both my drink and my snack, but I am uh, really excited for your drink. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because you got to go uh, to Trogues last night, a place I have yet to go, but I think, I think we're going to go to Trogues next weekend because we're going to go out for a little bit of an early anniversary night out because we uh, have stuff the following weekend. Well, I have stuff the following weekend with uh, hockey games. So I think we're going to head on up to Trogues and uh, do the tour and everything. And I just I just can't wait to go check it out. I, I, If it wasn't for Lee, I wouldn't have left. Yeah. I mean, because Lee, it, the food is very, it's an acquired taste. I it, mean, it's, it's fancy. And they called it, but they also call it like a snack bar, right? Yeah, but they have full food. Okay. I, I for instance, got this, it was a, a shareable. I didn't share. Um, piece of pork belly, Ooh. and it was pork belly, and it had some kind of like really spicy mustard, oh. and then like honey, okay, and then some kind of like red slaw. I'm not a slaw guy, but all right, but it, no creamy, okay. It was like a vinegary based, like sour 
It was great. Okay. Oh my god. Really good. It was like six bucks too. It was what, so freaking good. What beers did you have while you were there? That I that had aren't the, what we're going to have. You, so you haven't had what we're going to try? I, no, because I was going to get it, but I'm like, you know what? This is perfect. I'm going to get it for the show. I had the ch- chocolate nitro stout. I will tell you that my uh, I'm not a big fan of the nitro stuff. They, that it's just a weird sensation on your tongue. Those nitro beers. I, the, the chocolate and yeah, the, good. And, uh, and I'm not usually a chocolate guy either. I mean, this was, it was amazing. I had. Uh, uh, Dreamweaver, which is my favorite. That's a good beer. And I had uh, Nugget Nectar. Oh, that's a fantastic beer. And I'll tell you what. I mean, I don't know what it is about that beer. Maybe it's just Trogues, and I just love them. But th- I'm not a big hoppy guy, you know, IPA. And, yeah. and that, to me, is so good, though. Well, that's an, that's an ale. I mean, that's not that's not an IPA, it's per not, se. It's so I mean, it, it, but I think because I wouldn't yeah. like it because it's so hoppy, but it's so good. It's like that fruity, but it's, oh. It's, it's really it's, good. It's so good. And again, it was really super hoppy when it first came out. And it really has kind of mellowed a bit, I yeah. believe. Yeah. And the place, you when you walk it, it's just so cool the way they have it set up and it's just it's it's very cool it is it's such a great place and i was in the gift shop for like 45 minutes yeah i'm gonna have some problems when i go to that gift yeah, shop next and, week and they changed the logo which pissed me off because you know i had all their old stuff uh-huh. on their old logo and now i'm like i gotta buy all the new stuff and it's more expensive now because they changed the logo is this the new logo this is the new logo because yeah. uh, nice robbie was nice enough to get us some uh nugget nectar pint glasses well i got nugget nectar pint glasses. you just got a regular trogues. i couldn't decide so i just got the trogues that's a very cool uh, <laughs> logo so thank you so we're gonna keep these down here on the uh, studio table i guess for our, yeah. for our drinking yeah i think that's a cool little tradition i like it i like into. it but it's it, I like it, it a it's lot. such a cool place the food is so good. They had the uh, pulled pork and they had a cheese plate. Leah got this giant Oktoberfest pretzel. Yeah, I want one of those. And it I've was seen like those. this big and yeah. it had beer cheese and then like the grain mustard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely. I don't oh. think. I don't think we're gonna have dinner there. I think we're gonna go there for a tour and have some beers. And then we're gonna go somewhere else in Hershey to have dinner. Uh, that's the uh, very early on plan. I just kind of. I, I, I had no idea you guys were going there. Yeah, that's and funny. The night before we were talking about, I was like, Hey, I, th- I was thinking for next weekend we go up to Trogue since we haven't been there yet. She's like, That sounds great. Blah blah blah. We'll go to Hershey. Blah, 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 blah. So I was like, great, sounds fantastic, we'll go do that. And then I see you uh, posting on Facebook, heading to Troves! Yeah. So I was like, ah, we're going next week. It was so good. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I-, I wish that was closer, because I would go there yeah. every weekend. It's probably better it's not closer. It's probably, it's much better. Yeah. But I want to go on the tour, uh, something terrible, and I'm looking forward to it. You also had a big night out as you went to see a concert last yes. night. Yes. You went to the Brad Paisley concert yes. at the Giant Center. Yes. Uh-huh. Now you said on your Facebook post, best concert You've ever seen? Yes. You stand by that? Stand by. Wasn't it. just in the afterglow? No. You weren't just uh, warm and uh, feeling tingly? Well, I, I've seen him twice now. Okay. I saw him at the Allentown Fair years ago, and I saw him, and he's better now even than he was six years ago. I'm just impressed by a f- musician who can stand on that stage and play a guitar and sing and run around the whole arena yeah. for two hours. That's pretty cool. So to you Beyonce people and you Britney Spears and your Ariana whatevers. Grande. Y'all suck. Well, here's the thing. And it's two different kinds of performances. No. See, I'm, I'm not willing to jump completely down their throats because oh, it depends what you're going to the concert for. If you're going to see someone dance, if that is part of what you're taking in as part of the concert, like a, a choreographed show, then I get it. Yeah. You're, you're going for a different thing. I personally would rather see a guy either sit at the piano like Billy Joel does yeah. or play his guitar uh, and, and, and run around and sing songs the way Brad Paisley yeah. and Garth Brooks do. That's yeah. I Personally, I would rather see that myself, but I'm saying I can get the uh, aspect. See, if I'm going to go see someone dance, I'm going to see Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> See, I'm not going to see a, mu- a musician. I am not a lip-sync. fan of Cirque du Soleil. Oh, <laughs> hey, what they should do with Cirque du Soleil is cap it at 90 minutes. Because I, I was at a Cirque du Soleil show that had to be closed in on three hours, and it felt like nine. Like, <laughs> how many that. times can you be- can I, I can I see another man stand on top of another dude? Like, well, after the two, after I've seen it for two and hours and twenty minutes, I get the point. I get it. You're all very strong. You're all in great shape, and you have fantastic balance. And a trampoline is not a stranger <laughs> to you. I understand. Now, I just want to go out in the strip, and I want to drink, and I want to play cards. Get on with it. And let's see the big finale. I opened up a can. I am so people just gush over Cirque du Soleil, and it's amazing. They're they're amazing performers, and what they do is unimaginable. Like I could never in a million years imagine to do what they do on that stage. But nothing, nothing that's that is just that mundane and that oh, just over and over and <laughs> over. And say something. Say a word occasionally. <laughs> See, that's why I like the Michael Jackson stupid, one that we saw. Stupid fat clown I saw, and the one who just kept coming out and going, I mean, just <laughs> come on. 
Wow. I hate Cirque du Soleil. Well, I'm not I, a fan. Well, I hate Beyonce. I we'll just say that. I have no feelings for Beyonce whatsoever. I just, I just, I, I, I just feel like also the man sang a whole song where these idiot pop singers, yeah. it's, it's the same phrase 1,500 freaking times, and it just goes over and over and repeat, and it drives me crazy because they're not musicians and they all suck. Well, they, uh, see, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to go that far, but yeah, I, I get what and you're And they saying. can't sing. It's all synthesized crap. That's, they, that's I, sometimes I, it true. It just drives me insane. But this man, I mean, it was, and they, he had two bars, which pissed me off too because they were radio people. You know, that they all got like, you know, like all the radio, radio people, these radio personalities in the Harris area. But anyway, he had two full bars and he had people on the bars the whole show on stage. And they were radio people? Because you could see, because then. Did any of them have a red 1023 shirt on? I don't know. Okay, because I know a couple of people who work at that station because that was one of the old companies I worked for. And then it was nine, the big 95.3 or something. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Anyway, but they were like the radio personalities, yeah. you know, which was fine, whatever. But anyway, they were on stage the whole time, had a tap. They were tapping beer. The big Brad Paisley guy head was there, looked as the bartender. It was it was an awesome, I mean, it was an awesome show. I, I And tickets were $75 a piece, and we were mm, drogy G right from the stage. Does he do the same thing that Garth does, where every ticket's the same price in the arena? Mm, um, except for, like, the floor. The floor okay. is the most expensive, but the, but they weren't even, they were still all under $100. Okay. Which, to me... is not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. And it's, and you know what I like, too? And this is weird, I know we're spending a lot of time on here, but, but he would go to the back of the stage then, and he has a, st- a mini stage set up, and he would sing a few sets... To the people to behind the people him. behind yeah, him, he, the cheap seats. Yes, and that's awesome to me. Not a lot of people do that. Yeah, and he br- he had two. He had a girl, uh, Lindsay L. and Chase Bryant, open for him. Okay, and he brought them out. Oh, very cool. And to me, that's cool. To me, as like a new up and coming artist to, get play, to play with, with a superstar like Brad Paisley, yeah, yeah. that's cool to me. And that makes me like him even more. You know, like because we saw Rascal Flatts and Chase Bryant open, and Chase Bryant they didn't bring him out. They didn't bring him out, and he did like a duet with Lindsay L and stuff. It was it was awesome. I Very mean, cool. He's a cool guy. So yeah. if you're ranking the uh, best concerts you ever saw, that that's going to be number one. What comes in in the uh, silver and bronze medal positions? I haven't really seen a whole lot of concerts. Neither have I. Neither have I. I would say um, he was up there. Probably. I mean, if I if we're going to do, he was one and two. All right. I well, mean, I'm just saying just, just performance. So, so him. Yep. I would say uh, Rascal Flatts was number two. Okay. And uh, Lady Annabellum was number three. You know, you know, Miranda Lambert, I think, is like next weekend at the arena. Are you going really? to see that? No, I'm not. I'm not a, she's okay. <laughs> I mean, she's a great. I mean, she's not my kind of country music. Okay. So, but I'm like, now I'm on this whole country music thing now. Like, uh, you know, you see it live and you're, yeah. like, you're like hooked. You get sucked in. Yeah. So, so you got Paisley. Yep. Then Rascal you had Rascal Flats. Flats. Yep. And where'd you see Rascal Flats? Uh, in Reading. In Reading. Mm-hmm. And then you had. Lady Annabellum. Lady Annabellum. Where did you see Allentown. that? Allentown. Allentown. Uh, great. F- the the fair. The fair? Yeah, whatever see, it's called. I'm going to go Garth. Mm-hmm. I've seen him twice now. My third time will be next month. He's, yeah. my, he's my number one. Then a close second is Billy Joel. Oh, yeah. Billy Joel I've seen twice. I haven't seen him in <gasps> over a decade for sure. Uh, probably closing in on uh, 15 years. I saw him once uh, at the uh, Wells Fargo Center. And uh, I was in like the the the, the, the top row. Uh-huh. Of the arena, as f- on the other side from the <laughs> stage, in the middle of the row, right? Like so, there's there's like a, a path that walks up the steps, and at the top of the steps, there's two seats in the last row, yeah. as far away from the stage as you can possibly be in the Wells Fargo Center, yeah. And that's where I was to see Billy Joel, and we got there super early because we were excited. This was like uh, my freshman or sophomore year of college, and we're sitting there and we're waiting, and we watch and we see over to my left that there's some dude who looks to be an official Billy Joel like roadie talking to these people and then he's like oh sorry we hear him he goes oh, okay well enjoy the show and he walks up to us and he goes hey can you tell me the name of billy joel's first wife and i had just watched the vh1 behind the music yeah like a week and a half before and i couldn't think of his their name i knew it started with an e mm-hmm. so i guessed i think i guessed i think i guessed elizabeth or or it is elizabeth and i guessed ellen i knew it started and i guessed the wrong e name he's like oh i'm sorry man i'm sorry uh you know enjoy the show have a great time and he walks down Maybe uh, 10 rows down from us and, like, maybe 10 feet to the right of us. Ask some people that question. They got it right. They were upgraded to front row. Oh, my God. Front row. Oh. That's one of the biggest regrets in my life. I probably would have jumped. Like, I could have. If I could go back in time and change something. That would be it. That might be one of the <laughs> things I go back and change. I'm a little disappointed I didn't get Garth tickets now, to be honest with you. You're going to be a good time. Because, I I mean, I am I like his music. I'm not, you know, like the fandom that you are. 
you know, I mean, but I think he's awesome. I just, I, I, I now that I've seen this concert, I'm like, I would love to see him because I hear he puts on an amazing show. He's fantastic, and he doesn't have an opener. Yeah, which is yeah, that's he starts and uh, Trisha Yearwood, his wife, uh, she tours along with him, and she'll come out like halfway uh, in the show, and she'll do a couple of her biggest hits. Yeah, then they'll do a couple of their duets, and then it's more Garth. Yeah, I mean, that's I, I wish I would have got tickets now, but. I think, but that's that's right around WrestleMania time. So it's, it is. It's, it's the week before WrestleMania. Yeah, so that's busy. But yeah. any, but anyway, I mean, this I country music to me, they do it right. Yeah. So I got Garth, mm-hmm. I got Billy Joel, and then probably it's a uh, it's close. But I'm gonna go Bare Naked Ladies because oh, I've okay. seen them like three or four times. And yeah. This is when they were together. It was Ed and Steve and yeah. the rest of the guys before Steve left the band. Yeah. And they were just it was a party whenever you saw them live. A I party. Know, I know this is funny, but I'd really like to see Goo Goo Dolls. Really? Yeah, I love Goo Goo Dolls. I love them. You know. You're a big Goo Goo Doll guy? Yeah, I love Goo Goo Dolls. I think because, you know, when I was, I grew up in the 90s, you know, yeah. early, and that's that. Well, I'm not that know. much older than I you. I know, but I'm saying, but that was Grandpa, my... when I grew up. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot yeah. of the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, I back walked in to school day. with my new shoes in the snow. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, clo- yeah, a close uh, fourth place for me would be James Taylor. Oh. I saw James Taylor uh, at Hershey in, like, the amphitheater area behind the stadium. Yeah. And it's just, a lot of it is just him. And his guitar on the stage. Yeah. And Garth does that move too, where he just comes out, right? And it's just Garth and like an acoustic guitar. Yeah. And he'll just sing one of his songs. And a lot of times, one of the slower songs, and the crowd sings along. And then there's times where he'll stop singing, and it's just 17,000 people singing his song. It is the coolest thing. That's cool. I, um, I'd say my fourth, now this is going to sound really funny, is Boys to Men. I like Boys to Men. We saw them in Vegas. And I said to Leah, oh, these old, these old, they're not going to be, they're just going to sit on stools and sing. They moved the whole show. Like, did the whole, like, you know, do-up thing. Yeah. It was amazing. Leah went up and they were painting out roses. Leah beat up a girl to get a rose. Was like, oh, our honeymoon. She really did. She went up there and she was pushing her through. Did she, she throw in a, a macho man elbow? I didn't. I was, I'm, I ain't going in that sea of women. Crazy. I'm, I'm uncomfortable in crowds and the whole sea of women. So she went up there and she got a rose and and she we went backstage. I was surprised with backstage things. We met them and got a picture with them and they were very. Uh, again, they sang, no openers. They sang for two and a half hours. Amazing. Yeah, I mean amazing. And those songs are pretty vocally challenging. Yeah, they're not easy. Yeah, and they sang they sang for two and a half hours. I'm a big fan of boys. I grew up listening to a lot of boys to men. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll make love. Oh, to that song you comes on. this like if you want me high school to, dance. and I'll hold you tight, baby, all through the night. I'll make love to you, me, me, Such a good song. And I will not let go. You tell me to. Wow. I was the. Uh, That's awesome. I was the fifth member of Boys to Men. Mm-hmm. I was like that guy who got kicked out of the Beatles before they made it big. Yeah, jerks. Mm. I could have said I could have. I could have sang Motown Philly too. You could have. Could have. I was that close. I can see you doing that. Um, yeah, and then also uh, I have uh, what else have I seen that's pretty good? Um, James Taylor. Uh, I saw Hootie and the Blowfish back in the day. I would like to see when Darius they were huge. Well, I, like, I mean now. I like he's country guy. I, I like them. I, I like, like Hootie. Yeah. All right. Uh, another thing we both saw this week uh, was the new Lego Batman movie, yep. which uh, I have been excited to see, mostly because I took my uh, daughter to. Uh, I either took my daughter to see a movie like a year ago. And uh, that came up as a uh, trailer, and she freaked out. Or I saw it somewhere, and then came home and show, showed her the trailer uh, on the internet, and then she freaked out. But either way, we both have been looking forward to this movie for an entire year. And the older and older that she gets, and we get to closer and closer. This is a whole. This is the same thing as the Garth situation, and the closer and closer to her becoming like uh, that teenager attitude, where I just know, like, you know, yeah. it's going to be terrible, and she's going to hate me, and I'm going to cry myself to sleep every night. Uh, that I want to like, I, I, I get excited to do these things with her, and like take her to these things that we're going to share together. So uh, we both have been waiting for this for a year. We bought tickets, and we saw it the Saturday morning of last weekend, and uh, it was just. It's just it's it's a fun movie, and whether or not you're a comic book nerd, you're an adult, you're a new kid, uh, it doesn't matter. It's just a fun, fun movie. It's hilarious. I'm glad it, it was so hilarious. Just uh, he, uh, Will Arnett does He's great. it perfect. He's great. Uh, he does it perfect. The voice of Batman, and uh, I, I like that. Exactly, it was a kids' movie, but yet there was something for the adults. It reminded me of of Shrek in that way. You know, like when Shrek came out, I think that was like the pioneer of like. 
making cartoons cool for parents to see too. Yeah, you know, and the, and the Lego movies really have done that. And the, I love the first Lego movie. The first Lego movie was fantastic with Morgan Freeman yeah. as like that uh, Gandalf <laughs> yeah. character, yeah, the blind yeah. wizard. Yeah, it was fantastic, and it it was just great. Um, so yeah, yeah, I loved it. You talk about these movies that are nominated for Best Picture, and these movies that are supposed to be like the most well done of the year, and the fact that these animated movies. That really, the real good ones that kind of crossed the barriers, like Moana. I saw Moana with my daughter. It was great. It, yeah. really, it was fantastic. It was it was entertaining. It was yeah. all get out. It had everything you could possibly want in a movie. And this Lego movie and these other Lego movies and these other anim- animated movies that are smart enough to look, we got to walk this line where it's silly enough and it's got enough colors and stuff for the kids to be excited in yeah. it. But we got to put enough content, enough plot, and enough jokes and movie references from other movies in it to keep the adults entertained the entire time and still have these characters at least kind of based in the characters where they are. Now they're all they're all kind of pumped up and almost caricatures of Batman, yeah, of Robin, yeah, yeah. of Alfred, of Barbara Gordon. I mean, it's all kind of out there, but there's enough in there that as an adult and I mean, we adults at our age are different than our parents were at the oh, exact same age. Yeah. Like my dad at 38 wouldn't be caught dead doing 95% of the stuff that I do, and he's probably right. Let's just put it out there. <laughs> like, he's probably, as an adult, he's probably on the right track. So yeah. I'm not saying that it's wrong or bad, but, like, they have been smart enough to know that, look, these guys and gals in their 30s and 40s, they're still children. Yeah, exactly. And if we can put enough nostalgia stuff and enough fun stuff in for them, they're going to bring their kids back again. They're going to exactly. buy the Blu-ray. Yep. And it's so nice when you have a movie that your kid wants to watch and you don't hate it and you can watch it. With well, them. isn't that the key? I mean, because you want to entertain everyone. Yeah. So and if they you do inter- it. Yeah, and if you entertain everyone, you're going to buy that because it's going to keep your kid content. Yep. And guess what? You're not going to pull your hair out of your head because you're watching My Little Pony. It's fantastic. I mean, the part where he was talking about how well he's aged and he went through yeah. every single Batman movie yeah. and the Batman Forever just they they honed it on the nipples. Yeah. <laughs> I freaking lost it. I mean, I laughed out loud and doubled over. And the guy next to me was like, only six people in the theater got that. And I'm like, I know. You know, it was so funny. And that weird face back in the 60s <laughs> yeah, when they were dancing as Adam West. It was great. I mean, it was, I just. And then at the end where they go to the the, fant- where the Phantom Zone or whatever yeah, the heck it is. Yeah. And it's all these iconic movie villains like Voldemort yeah. pops out <laughs> King Kong yeah. and they all got to fight against all these movie and then it's the whole relationship between I don't want to give too much away of Batman and the Joker and Zach Gal it's just oh. Oh, it's just absolutely perfect and then did you know about this as the voice of the computer his computer or pewter as he calls it yeah. it was Siri no hey pewter I am at your service Lego Batman, sir. No way. Hey, Pewter. Welcome home, sir. For your information, Robin is trying on costumes in the Batcave again. He's doing some pirouettes in Patricia Cup. That's so awesome. Hey, Pewter. I am at your service. Oh, that's the same one. Lego Batman, there's a couple. Sir. There's a couple other ones in there. See if I can get one here. Hey, Pewter. I am at your service. Oh, you're a jerk, Siri. Hey, Pewter. Oh, I screwed it up. <laughs> hey, Pewter. That's a good radio. Hello. Oh, I just said, hey, it said, hey, Pewter is a good radio. Hey, Pewter. Hello, sir. I've heated up your lobster thermometer in the microwave. <laughs> that's, that's... Ahead of you, Alfred. I'm one step ahead of you, Alfred. There's a whole bunch of them. The lobster part too, where he eats his, yeah. he eats the lobster whole. He eats it whole. <laughs> While he's floating around on a Batman raft. Yeah, I, I just, it, and I'm surprised DC did it because I feel like because it's good. Well, well, that's true. <laughs> but no, I'm surprised because you know, like, is that making Batman funny? And Batman's not supposed to be funny. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. I'm surprised, but it's great. I. Lego to me is is those two movies. I hope they keep doing. Well, them. Then there's I, a Lego I, Ninja movie. They have Lego Star Wars uh, shows that are on DX that my daughter watches yeah. constantly. So there's a whole bunch of great Lego stuff. And I don't, no, they're not going to stop. They're making hundreds of millions of billions of dollars. They're not going to stop. I have to look up to see what um, Lego Batman has made already. In it its destroyed. I mean, oh, it, it was destroyed. Great. Everything. And by the way, it's going to win this weekend too. It's yeah. this the Great Wall movie with Matt Damon is eh. not going to beat it. And by the way, haha, <laughs> Fifty Shades of Crap. Eat that. Lego beat you. Hmm. Well, not just did Lego beat 
it at the box office, but also you look at the reviews and the one yeah. reviewer that we play at the radio station. Who, by the way, the ABC News Radio has stopped doing movie reviews, which is very sad for me. Oh. Uh, the guy who did the reviews was fantastic, but um, uh, the uh, he re- compared watching the Fifty Shade Darker is that the name of it? Yeah, as torture. Well, and not like the good kind of torture good, yeah, that they're yeah. doing in that movie. Uh, Leah um, made me watch the first ten minutes of that first one. She's like, "Oh, you'll like it. There's a lot of naked people." Yeah, but I don't, I, I'm like, it, "Okay." But here's the thing, and it was horrible. I don't even. There, and I'm not trying to be mean because no one wants to see me naked. But I am not that intrigued to see that broad naked. Well, either I, I think they picked a horrible person. I mean, she's 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 pretty. Yeah, but it's not like it's. I'm not dying to see Scarlett her naked. Johansson naked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I wasn't going to throw out any. Oh, examples. I'll throw names out. I got exa- I got examples to the live long day. Uh, it's been out over a week now, just a little bit over a week. Ninety two point six million for uh, Lego Batman here in the states. Wow, so it's still going to uh, it's still going to keep bringing it in. And that's yeah. what one week, two yeah. weeks. So uh, one week one in, in a day. Wow. Uh, so what what do you give it out of five? Oh, I. Uh, I'm giving it a four and a half out of five. I mean, five. I hate to give it a five because yeah. no movie's perfect, but yeah, I'd say a four and a half, yeah. closest to the thing. I mean, I, I loved it. Yeah, fantastic. It. And just the, the whole, with Robin, it's just hilarious. Oh, and, and, and they, they the, the, take their pants off. When, and, <laughs> I mean, just just stupid little stuff like that. I was dying. My daughter's favorite line is uh, when he builds, the, he goes into master builder mode, and yeah. he builds the uh, bat jet, <laughs> and everyone piles in the bat jet, and he goes, and someone asks him, why did you only build it with one seat? Well, last I checked, I only had one butt. I know. Yeah. Per- perfect. Yeah. Perfect. perfect. I just absolutely perfect. All right, let's get into our uh, snacks and our drinks. Uh, let's start since it is ten fifty three in the morning, and I have to babysit uh, my niece coming up in a little bit. Let's start with a beer. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, I, I thought it was a good idea going into last land. Not realizing we're filming this. We're filming. When, when you sent me the, the picture, show. when you sent me this picture last night, I almost replied, "Do you think that's a good idea for ten a.m.?" <laughs> And uh, I was like, no, you know what? I don't think you. Re- I don't think you realized, and I didn't want to be a buzzkill. So, what did you get us? I got the uh, first cut uh, from Trogues. Now, this is their new IPA. Yes, and is, is, is this a session IPA? I don't know a whole lot. No, about it's it. not a session. It's a. I know it's forty-five uh, on the IBU. So I was like, ah, it's not so bad. We're going right into our new um, glasses here, and I just filled it up because. Yeah, we just yeah you know you know you're gonna you know you're gonna <laughs> well we can't it's a crowler yeah so you can't yeah. it, you can't let it go to waste it it, it has to be and drank. I love the crowler I, by the, the way. let me tell you the I crowler I see all my uh, growlers sitting over there yeah the crowler has made those basically uh, you know uh, not needed and I'm saving this just because I yeah I, I'm, it looks cool. I, I'm a nerd all right so we got and this. it has hints of mango. I like, again, anytime you put any kind of like, uh, I don't know, is mango a citrus fruit? I don't think so, but it's kind of a tropical fruit. Yeah. Anytime you put a tropical fruit or a citrus fruit into an IPA, uh, you got me. I- I'm all in on that. So let's, uh, do you dive let's in, give it a try. Yeah, I would say it's got a nice yeah. uh, amberish color. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a dark beer, but it's not, uh, it's not your normal kind of yellowish IPA. It's got a nice dark tint to it. Oh, that is good. The mango kills the hoppy. It's 10.53 in the morning. I'm drinking a beer. Um. Oh, that's the first cut from Trogues. It's a brand new IPA. It's pretty good. That's... Here, you may have the rest of this. Do you want more? Yeah, no, I'm good. I I drank a lot of beer last night. Not a lot of beer. They have those samples, those sampler thing. You know, yeah. Like I got. He just made some weird sign language thing to me. Yeah. He made some weird samplers. You liked it. Um, but this is what we're drinking next weekend. Isn't this good? I just want to smell it. I, what? I'm sorry. No, hold on. Jesus. We're doing a radio show. Go ahead. It reminds me of the mango even keel. It does. Oh. I will tell you, it's a little bit higher. ABV's at 6.2, uh, but it's uh, fantastic. And they had another one um, that I, I got for next week show. Look at you. Um, it was Mountain something. It was in. Uh, That's a soap, Mountain Springs. No, 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 no. It's bar soap. No, you're wrong. I think it floats I in think the it was Mountain Style tub. or something, but it was, uh, it's a, uh, uh, Oak aged, ooh, yeah, from Trokes. So mm. I was like, ooh. And it has a little popcorn. I was so excited. Oh, you like the popcorn? I do. Uh, the uh, what do we have? That was the, jovial. The jovial from that was Trokes as well. Jovial is one of my favorites. By the way, every time I see jovial at like um, Barley Mow, I almost buy it. Like every time. Well, I was gonna get it, and then a case. Bye, lover. Bye. Bye. <laughs> but a case was seventy eight dollars. Oh, jovial. Yeah, because I mean it is. You know, it's fancy. It, it has a cork in it. It does have a cork. You got to pay extra for that cork. Yeah. Um. This is great. Isn't this, this is good? Great. This is great. Oh. All right. 
Let's get to your snack. Okay. What do you got for us? So, going with the whole Hershey theme, yes. we went to Chocolate World. I took my pregnant wife to Chocolate World. Yeah, I think we're going to go to Chocolate World. Which is smart. And they remodeled it in there. It's, yeah. it's amazing looking, by the way. We've been in the new remodel. It's really I have, cool. It's, it's, they did a great yeah. job. Hershey, good for them. And there's free stuff to do, and the shop is cool, and they yeah. give you samples. So, Crave, uh, one of our first shows, we did Crave Beef Jerky. We did. And Hershey bought them. But now they have Crave Bars. Mm. So, I got two. I got chipotle cherry and mango jalapeno. So which one would you like to try? Um, dum dum dum. Um, I would always go with the jalapeno. Okay, so let's do the mango jalapeno. Um, I just I just checked in that beer on Untapped, and I realized that's going to pop up on my Twitter feed as me drinking a beer at ten fifty six in the morning. Yeah, well, I... I'll just pretend I did it last night. Yeah, uh, this looks good. I will tell you, this is it's a is it labeled as a jerky? Um, no, it's just it's a bar. It's not. It's just okay. a bar. It has with fruit and I can you? Can, I don't know. Can, it's a meat canola. bar. <laughs> And here they have a little little ditty on the back there. Oh, so. ditty! I like a ditty. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is good. Oh yeah, mango brings the bite. In one confident combo, pork partners with mango and jalapeno, inviting your tongue to discover fiery yet fruity flavors. Oh, I'll tell you what—it tastes really good with the beer too. This is a great mix. Oh my gosh, this is a this is a this is a hundred. This is a you, you this is the best combo we've ever had. I, I, Actually, it was not because I bought the I bought the bars first. Yeah, not on purpose by any means. Perfect heat too. Just mm. I mean, oh, so good. This is a perfect combination. Mm-hmm. We've never had a better combination than the mango jalapeno crave bar and the beer. The thing is, this beer is so good, it would go just about anything. I love this beer. Mm-hmm. This might be up there my favorites. All right, it's excellent. As good as yours go together, mm-hmm. mine's not going to go good together. That's okay. Mine are completely two different things. We've been trying a lot of <laughs> bottled iced coffee. Yes. And I stopped on the way home from the poker game last night to get a drink because, like, I had some beer in the fridge, but I was like, I know you're bringing a beer. Yeah. Probably shouldn't do two beers. At 10 o'clock in yeah. the morning. So I stopped and I saw Cold Stone Creamery. Really? Cold Stone Iced Coffee. There we go. And I went with the mocha flavor, oh. trying to mix it up a little bit because we've had caramel. Uh-huh. We've had French vanilla. Mm-hmm. And now we are going... Mocha. Mocha. Now, I didn't know Cold Stone Creamery did coffee. I didn't either. So apparently they, at least in the refrigerated section of your local Wawa, Wawa. they will offer some uh, Cold Stone Creamery iced coffee that says shake well. So I think I shook it pretty well. How would you rate my shaking? Oh, your shaking's phenomenal. Thank five you. out of five. Five out of five. And grab that. Enjoy that. Ooh, it smells very mocha-y. Mocha-y? 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 That's a new word. Mocha-y. That's my mocha-y. I'll tell you what. It's almost like chocolate milk. It's really good. It is really good. I don't know how much coffee is actually in this. Yeah, it, it tastes more like chocolate milk than coffee. I mean, it's delicious. Yeah. Mmm. My stomach is going to be in yeah. hell. We're drinking beer, eating beef jerky, and now drinking iced coffee. Yeah. I'm um, going to be visiting the toilet. This is, I mean, as good as this is, it would even be better if I didn't have Berkey, uh, Berkey, if I didn't have jerky <laughs> flavor left over in my mouth, or Berkey flavor. Yeah. mocha wee jerky beet and burkery? Uh, well, beer and, <laughs> beer and jerky makes Berkey. Great new words yeah. here on the 222 podcast. That's right. Last folks. week, uh, I, don't know, I don't know how we got on the subject. At, we were out at dinner at the all-you-can-eat uh, Brazilian steakhouse, oh. and for some reason we were talking about vegetables, and we were talking about vegetables we didn't like. Yes. And you said you didn't like okra. Okra. And I said, do you know where most okra comes from? Yeah. And Robbie went, I, don't, I have no idea. I went, well, it comes from Oklahoma. That's, I love that joke. And you're like, I'm horrible. I'm like, no, that's funny. I mean, I, I don't know. I think all that was great. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's, I'm so ashamed of myself. Okra But we were passing out the little jabby, stupid yeah. stuff. Like, what did I say yesterday? I said, oh, I got a. Oh, you got us this beer. You hop. I enjoy yeah. it. And said, oh. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> we, we, we saved the real good content for off air, folks. Uh, all right. Uh, I uh, went for our snack today. I'm a big Cheez-It guy. Yeah. And I also enjoy the uh, Cheez-It snack mix. And I hadn't seen this, but uh, I'm into Sriracha right now. And they have the Sriracha Cheez-It snack mix. So it's got some pretzels, little Cheetos guys, uh, the Chex, Cheeto, uh, Cheez-Its, and the bagel chips. Nice. All looked like uh, flavored with some Sriracha. I think I got... Sriracha. I need a Cheez-It. Uh, I'm trying to get one of everything together. My favorite thing By the is, way, I don't think there's any... There's one. When we start... Uh, when I when I start cooking again in the um, in the summer with you know the grill and stuff, I love 
sriracha and sweet. So like sriracha and honey sauce, like a glaze. Oh, that's my favorite. Sriracha and sweet is if you haven't tried it, folks, give that a give that a shot. What do you think? You're crunching. These are good. Mm. You know, and it's not overwhelmingly hot, mm-mm. but I feel like every bite, and this is hard to do with a lot of these, every bite has a little bit of the bite, if you will. Yeah. You know what? The cheese it though. <clears throat> these are good. But the Tabasco Cheez-Its yeah. are my favorite. They're really good. Oh, I love the Tabasco. Yeah. And the Zesty. I like the... What's the chip ones? We had those on the show. The Rigid Guys? Yeah, I like those, too. Those are good. All right. Let's go through our rankings here. All right. Let's start with... Um, you know what? Yours are going to nail mine out of the war, so let's start with mine. <laughs> we'll go with the Cheez-It uh, Sriracha Snack Mix. What do you think? Um, I'm going to give it a four. Wow. It's very good. Not a lot of pretzels I'm looking at here, too, because a lot of times these mixes, they just fill with pretzels. And yeah. I hate that. I want an even keel, not too hot, perfect spice. I'm giving it a four. See, I'm, um, I'm, I like it a lot, but I don't like it apparently as much as you do. I'm going to give it like a 3.25. Really? I think it's just very solid. I still would take, like you said, the Tabasco Cheez-Its yeah. or even regular Cheez-Its over this because, I don't know, the Cheez-Its snack mix to me, like if I want snack mix... I'm gonna go checks. Yeah, I mean, I, it, I like the bold, the bold checks. Oh, yeah, or even just the old standard blue. Mm-hmm. It's very good. I like the sweet one though too, with the crunchies in it. Oh yeah, the, yeah, with the, the honey little, crunchies, the honey, the 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 ones that look like the um, oh, the cinnamon rolls. Yeah, buddy. Oh yeah, yeah. That's some good stuff. Yeah. All right, my iced coffee drink, which was oh. surprisingly very good. I'm gonna give that a four as well. I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna I, say a four because I don't think it's coffee. <laughs> I'm giving you the exact same drink. I, I don't think there's any coffee in there. I it's think there's no belt. coffee. I think it's just it should just say cold stone iced mm-hmm. because I don't think there's any coffee in no, there. No, it's like they melted ice cream and just put it in the bottle. All right, your uh, crave bar. Mango uh, jalapeno pork with fruit and that Q-U-I-N-O-A word no one knows how to pronounce. Yeah, I'm going to say four and a half. Uh, four and a half because it's too small of a portion. That's why. <laughs> you should you need to go into those giant bars. Uh, yeah. I will give it a uh, a four. Very good. Because I love jerky. I've, you know what? I like this better than jerky. But I tell you what, because jerky gets in your teeth. This is a thicker consistency, not as stringy, doesn't get caught in your and teeth. a little soft. Yes. A little soft. Yeah, I like my meat a little soft occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the nugget nectar, uh, not nugget nectar, the, uh, what is it? Cut. Uh, first cut. First cut from Trogues. I'm giving it a, a four and a half. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I It's I, it's good. I mean, I yeah. The six, what did you say, six and a half? Six and a half percent. That's maybe why it's we lose the dock, because it's, again, I don't know if I could drink a lot of these, because I'd be on the floor, yeah. but... It's very good. Uh, it's 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 excellent. Very, it's very excellent. Good. This is. Hope you're not turning me into hoppy guy. Uh, I, this is not very hoppy. This is, but like you said, the uh, fruit kind of cuts it. I think it's uh, it was excellent. Yes, very excellent. Very very. Trogues good. is my favorite brewery. Can't they, wait to I go mean, they are just. I mean, they're in my top. My favorite breweries keep changing. Like for a while, it was Victory because mm-hmm. I loved going down there, and then it kind of morphed into Yards. And now it's just like I have these three or four, and they're all regional breweries that I just cannot get enough of. Uh, and like Trogues is one of them, yeah. Victory's another, Yards, and it's just I, I want their beer in my fridge at all times. I think with Trogues too, they don't do s- crazy stupid stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just it's solid beer, good flavors, um, and and I I seriously I've even though they have the IPA and the extra hoppy and things like that, I like the Nugget Nectars. I've every time I've tried, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, everyone I've tried, I love. So, you know, and when they get a point for me too. While this is six percent, that's still not terrible. And no. they don't they don't go overboard with the big beers. There's some of these breweries, and all they're making these these big beers that are like nine percent, ten percent, eleven percent. You got to struggle to go into these places and find a beer that's like a six percent, a five percent that you can drink more than one yeah. of without having to drink drunk drive home or get a you know or be worried about something. like and that. And this was nine bucks, so the Crowler was nine dollars. I mean, th- and it's not a horrible price. No, it's for two and a half beers. Yeah. For not, and you can get the sampler thing. I think they're $6 for three samples. You know, the sampler. Th- and the if you're into, like, gourmet, fancy food. Fancy schmancy. Go to this brewery. It is so – the food court, restaurant, whatever you want to call it, is just – I like pork belly and pulled pork and cheese plates. Oh, and the pretzels. Oh, my God. I want to go back. 
I'm looking forward to it. <sighs> um, hey, uh, I don't know if you saw this. Remember back in 2015, Harrison Ford had a problem with his World War II uh, plane, his vintage plane, had to crash in on a golf course? Yeah, I remember. That was a big deal. I mean, he uh-huh. broke his uh, uh, arm and suffered some minor head injuries. I think they had to uh, postpone the shooting of the Star Wars movie, The Force Awakens, a uh-huh. little bit. It got pushed back just a bit, or where there was some reshoots that couldn't be done at the time because he was kind of uh, injured. They had to wait for him to uh, get better and get out of the hospital. Well, he's still out there. That didn't uh, dissuade him from getting back up in the sky. And earlier this week, he had another issue in the airwaves. He's 74 years old, and he's out there flying around uh, in California. And he was looking to land at the John Wayne Airport in Orange County. And uh, the uh, flight traffic controller guy instructed him to land on runway 20L. So he comes in but misses the runway, somehow makes a mistake, and instead of landing on a runway, lands on a taxiway and goes right over an American Airlines. I think it was a 747 that was carrying 110 passengers that was waiting on the taxiway to take off. I've been in that airport. It's a smaller airport, too. He uh, asked the air traffic controller, hey, was that airliner meant to be underneath me? They were like, no, dummy. You were on the wrong runway. You were on a takeoff area, not a landing area, and there could have been a huge problem. The FAA is now investigating. It could lead to the suspension of his pilot's license. Uh, the FFA told N, uh, FFA told the uh, yeah the FAA excuse me told NBC News that controllers gave Ford the proper landing instructions. So this is all on him, and it just makes me wonder. Like if you're an actor now, he's 74. He's probably in the effort portion of his life. Yeah, you're just like I don't care. <clears throat> I'm Harrison Ford. I'm going to do whatever it is if he can I want to do. Fly the Millennium Falcon. I can't fly a biplane. Come I'm on. Harrison. F- I, I, I've been. I've been Han Solo. Yeah. I've been Indiana Jones. I've been. Uh, um. What, who am I blanking on here? I've been. What was his other? Uh, one of his other big roles that I'm blanking on. Come on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, he's been. A, oh, yeah. uh, Jack Ryan. He's yeah, been Jack okay, yeah, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been all these action hero mm-hmm. dudes that are going and getting it done. And he's like, I'm not going to listen to you. But I don't understand. Like, it's not just him that's on the line here. Like, when he's shooting a movie, there's like all these other people that are, are basing their career on him right at that moment. I don't understand actors. I don't understand athletes who go out and take part in all these hobbies that are just, you know, flat out life threatening. But here's the thing he's not even flying. New planes. They're like ancient archi- uh, uh, antique pl- planes. Yeah, I don't I mean, know what this and, one was, yeah. And, and uh, that's an issue. I mean, because that's an issue. I well, mean, they're see- not good. Pl- I mean, they're. I mean, even if they're gr- in standard, you know, if they're great and they've been inspected or whatever, they're old planes. I mean, I think that's what the thing. It was engine failure when he crashed on the golf course. His carburetor broke when he crashed on yeah. the golf course, and that that for sure was a vintage World War II plane. I'm not sure this was a vintage oh, plane, so. but it's still. I just don't like you, you see athletes out there like water skiing or jumping out of planes. I just don't understand when you have millions of dollars invested in you, putting yourself in this uh, in these situations where you could die. I mean, you could just die. Or and get let's hurt. let's face it: when you're in your 70s, yeah, when you're in your 70s, your reflexes are not the same. No. And I'm sure you need a lot of reflexes for flying a freaking. I I think so. So I mean, it's, or at least the ability to uh, identify a, uh, a taxiway and a runway. I bet those things aren't really labeled properly, though. Yeah, it's not that important to know what. Uh, come on, stop flying, Harrison Ford. You can afford a private a, a fleet of private jets, probably. For God's sake. Speaking of flying, oh, when you are on a plane mm-hmm. and you travel more than I think the average person, yes, twenty weeks out of the year. To be How much do you pay attention to the flight attendant? <laughs> You're putting me on the spot here. Uh, no, I do. I mean, I actually, because I I'm a jabber. So what does I, that mean? I talk with them a lot. Oh, you know, okay. you know, you know jibber jab like I do in restaurants. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. I don't know. Um, well, they uh, <laughs> shared flight attendants did to businessinsider.com twenty five things they wish passengers would stop doing. Okay, now some of these are your basics and yeah. stuff I totally get like hogging the overhead bins people yeah. do that it sucks but we're all terrible human beings yeah like it's I, this is stuff that doesn't surprise you like not saying hello yeah when you walk on or say what? thank you yeah because mm-hmm. a lot of times people are in their own world 
like they got the earbuds in, they're reading the magazine, they're just like they're just grumpy because they're traveling. They're not nobody enjoys the experience of traveling anymore. But between going through um, security, waiting in the airport, getting put into a line, getting cattle herded onto an airplane, no one like it's not a great experience anymore. Yes, yeah, no, it's not. For you or the flight attendant. No. So everyone's just miserable. So they say they'd like people to say hello. And it's also like stuff like not listening to the safety presentation, which do you even listen anymore? I'm asleep by the time they even do that. Because we all know how to buckle a seatbelt. Yeah. We all get it. Uh, if we are somehow lucky enough to be alive uh, when this thing hits the ground in case of an emergency, we'll find the exits. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll be able to locate the exits. I'm stepping on heads. I ain't worried about my, my seat turning into a flotation device. And it's also things like, you know, don't put... Put your feet on walls or other passenger yeah. seats. You know, just common courtesy stuff. Clean up stuff. your trash, I'm yep. sure. Uh, you don't keep your headphones on when they ask you to take them off. Uh, don't occupy the toilet once the aircraft is descending. And it also kind of uh, goes into things like don't touch us. Just don't like don't touch us. Don't grab our arms. Just look, respect our personal space. Yeah. It's all kinds of stuff. That goes together. Like, don't snap your fingers to get yeah. our attention. Just actual stuff that yeah, any human being would appreciate. Common sense. Common courtesy. But then you get into some other points. Okay. Some other things that apparently real people do on airplanes I... that drive people. And, oh, look, if I, some of these things, I would, first of all, I, I would think about asking for a parachute and just jumping out of the plane if these things took place. I'm sure something's taken off your clothes. Uh, well, uh, number one, and let's, we'll start with this, is doing yoga in their galley. <laughs> Like apparently, I've never seen that. I've never seen that. People one. think it's okay to go up in the galley, and that's their work area where they prepare the meals, where they get your drinks, where all their uh, spaces to get their job done, and where their seats are. People seem to think it's okay, apparently, to go up there and stretch. And that just, made the list. That made the list. Like apparently, there's enough people going up there to do down dog in the galley. That this uh, was enough to make the top twenty five things that annoy flight attendants. That made the list. Yes. Interesting. Another one. And this one I would totally get going barefoot. Oh, 100%. Here's what the flight attendant said. Please, please, please stop walking into the restroom barefoot or even with socks on. Would you ever walk into a public restroom barefoot? No. Thank you, sir, for mopping up the pee on the floor with your socks. And then they're taking their pee socks yeah, and, and putting put them on, on the a wall, wall or mm-hmm. a seat, yeah. or if you got your uh, bag under your seat, yeah. they're putting their feet on your bag, and then you're touching your bag yeah. and touching their pee feet, which then are, you're touching someone else's pee. I, I don't even like taking off my shoes on a plane. Now I understand if it's like an eight-hour plane, you want to. I understand that. But when it's an hour flight to Atlanta, you're not taking off your shoes. I mean, come on, you can keep your shoes on for a freaking hour. It's like if you were in a car or shower. How about that? I don't mind taking off your shoes if they don't smell like dirt. If your feet don't smell like they've been in those shoes yeah. for uh, since Reagan was president. I don't know. Bathe. And then you can take your shoes off. Sorry. Uh, no, I'm with you. I hate feet. Uh, this, I'm, trust me, I, I oh. have the grossest feet in the history of mankind, oh. and, and like I just can't deal with it. And this one here, if, I've ever, if I ever see this, like I, if I can't imagine being in like on the window seat, right? And mm-hmm. there's a guy in the middle within like centimeters of you, <laughs> and they would start doing this. Robbie, I don't, I can't, I don't even know how I'd react. Like I, 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 I try to bust out that window, and I tried. I know the window is the size of this cheese it box, but I would try to crawl out the window. Like my head would be out the window, like a dog's driving down the street on a summer I'm day. Curious. Clipping your toenails, according to this flight attendant, I've seen people clipping toenails. It's very gross, and you can't make them stop. Who does that? And it's not an infrequent thing. Who Believe it or not. does that? Who thinks on a plane when you have no personal space, you, there is, you can't put a piece of paper between seat A and seat B, and you're going to whip out your disgusting fat toe, and you're going to cut your nail? Oh, my God. I would jump, too. I would say, you're putting me in first class, or I'm taking you all down with me. Can you imagine you're sitting there? Oh, my God. You're enjoying your snack box. <laughs> you got a nice bag of little tiny wheat thin crackers that they give you, or... Or some Cheez-Its or maybe a cookie, and then someone to your left removes their shoe, No, takes off their sock, gets out their clippers, and you look over, and their big yellow fungusy toenail is getting clipped off. And by the way, I guarantee they're not cupping their hand around it and catching it. I guarantee they're clipping it, and that thing is flying somewhere at 500 miles an hour. 
I'm having a little panic attack right now because if that it, it, toenails, if that would ever happen to me, it's a thing. If that would ever happen to me, it'd be on. It would be on. I'd be like, get me out of this seat now. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. I mean, it happens. I'm in shock that if is that where we are in society? Is that where we are? That you think it's appropriate to whip out your disgusting, fat, sweaty foot, and is that where we are? Is that where we? You think you're that entitled that anyone wants to see you clipping your toenails? I don't believe it's entitlement. Here is what I believe it is, and I've been saying this for quite some time now. I don't think that uh, people have the appropriate amount of shame. Uh, There are certain things, especially involved with your body, right? Yeah, that should only be done. In a huddled heap of disappointment inside a bathroom or inside your bedroom. Yeah. Like, people don't have shame anymore. They, we're all disgusting. We're all the worst thing you could ever imagine. We're horrible. Yeah, the fact that anybody allows you to get close to them, they're overlooking how gross you are. And when you get close to someone else, you're overlooking how disgusting they are. We're yeah. all terrible things. We're all like, we're, we're just buckets of fungus, and we're just walking amoebas that could just infect you in any way, shape, or form. And the fact that you could think it's okay to clip your toenails isn't entitlement. It's you have no shame. Because I would be so ashamed of myself if I started clipping toenails. Like, I clip my toenails in the dark, in my room, over a trash can while crying. I don't like to do number two. In public. No, I don't either. Do you know what I mean? Just because I think one time in elementary school, one of my friends like stood in the toilet was talking to me and made fun of me because I stank so bad or something like that. And that has stuck with me forever. And I don't even like that. I can't imagine taking off my sock. No. In public. I I, I can I don't I, I, I worked at that radio station uh, that I work at now for like uh, coming up on seven years. I can count on one hand the amount of time I've taken a number two at that radio station. I I I swear to God, there's the the same amount of times I've done number two at that radio station. I have driven home to number two and then gone back to work. I I I'm just I don't I I have no words. I just don't. I mean, I guess it is no shame. I guess they have no shame. I, I there's no shame. It, it, I mean, I see. I I've seen grown men in suits taking their shoes off and socks off and washing in the sink at the airport. And like, and dress socks are the worst because they get all sweaty and gross. Like, no one enjoys wearing no, dress socks. It's like polyester, and oh. no, you don't. Your foot doesn't breathe in that. No junk. No. So. Oh, I don't understand. It happens, man. It. And, right. uh, we need a palate cleanser here. Yeah, let's please need. do. First of all, I want to start with this story. Two uh, Donald Trump related stories, real quick. Sure. Um, uh, in uh, the Dominican Republic, a newspaper was uh, writing up a story about our president, Donald Trump. And, of course, in a newspaper, when you're writing up a story, there's always a picture that accompanies it. And uh, the picture that accompanied it uh, – is that right? Accompanying it. Accompanied, accom- Accompaniment. Accom- the picture that went along with it. Yeah, better. <laughs> we lack words here the in the 222. Oh, huh. picture went along with it was not of Donald Trump. Instead, it was accidentally of Alec Baldwin – Playing Donald Trump <laughs> on SNL. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> they had a retraction and a correction <laughs> in the next day, but it was uh, it wasn't before it went viral. So uh, Donald Trump was actually Alec Baldwin for a while. And do you remember back in the uh, '90s in uh, WWE uh, during the Iraq War when they wanted to have like someone be a big heel? They yeah. would make them an Iraqi sympathizer. Yes, Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, Sergeant Slaughter. Mm-hmm. And they also had, like, uh, there was another guy. Who General was... Adnan. Yeah, thank you. And they were, <laughs> there's a guy over here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no one else in the world could pull that name. <laughs> Not even the guy who played General Adnan <laughs> could remember that name. Yeah, I know. Uh, so that's, uh, they would have that, and then, you know, automatically you got booed. Yeah. We'll go down to the CMLL. It's a wrestling federation in Mexico, and there's an American wrestler down there, right? And his name is Sam Adonis. And apparently he is a heel in the CMLL because he came out the other day waving an American flag with Donald Trump's face on it. Oh, that's so perfect. This, this is Vince McMahon level thinking yeah, by seriously. these people. Whether you like this, whether you're pro Trump or not, this is not a pro or no, anti Trump. No, this is not. No, this is just genius. And I want to show you this picture. Like he's up there proudly waving. Uh, oh, the American flag with in Donald Mexico, Trump. in Mexico. Yep, where he's oh, about my, to build look the at wall. that flag. Yep. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if he came out to this music? Oh my God, I know. 
So there that's you go. That's so good. I thought of you when I saw that. That's funny. All right. Good that, for him. That's episode 36, and uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully with episode 36, we'll actually promote it up on our website. Yeah, I hope so. And our Facebook page. We, we fired the whole department. Because I kept checking, and then, like, I, I was upset. Well, first of all, I wasn't happy with how this show went. You and I last week. It was a bad show. I don't even remember what we talked about. I was in such a meat coma. Like, I had so much food in my belly that I, I honestly could not think. Well, and, you know, we worked all day. I was slow-witted. Then we drove, and then, well, you drove, and then we ate, and then we were drinking. And it just, it was a bad, we shouldn't have never done it. No. We should have never done it. Nor- late night shows are fine, but with the eating and the driving, and the, it was just, I'm telling you, it was so much food that my body literally, everything shut down. Yeah. Like everything, not just like my, you know, you have times you just want to take a nap. Even my brain was just going, <laughs> it's too much. It was just too much. So I, I thought maybe you were as disappointed in the show as I was, and that's why you weren't posting it. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. And now, then you walk in and they be like, I forgot to post. I really, I realized it last night. I, 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 I walked down, I'm like, oh, what episode are we doing tomorrow? I'm like, oh. <gasps> post the show. A couple of things I want to get into next week, and I'm going to leave them right here on the top, because I want to do it. I know we say this all the time, we never get to them. Uh, KFC expanded its menu, but it's only available right now overseas, and it just was introduced in Singapore. It's also in the Philippines, Thailand, Taiwan, Korea, Japan, and India. But uh, I'm not a big fan of food mashups. Yeah. But there's something about this one. Alright. You change a couple of the ingredients, and I think this would be Huge. All right. Be be bigly. KFC is really innovative with Here, their... Well, I have a theory about biggie. fast food, uh, like mad scientists. We can yeah. get into that. And are you familiar, I, I don't expect you to be, with American Girl Dolls? No. Why I would know you what be? they are. Yeah. Uh, I hate them. They're scary. Well, they've introduced a new doll. I think it's the biggest ripoff and the biggest scam in maybe American history. All right. And we'll get into that new American Girl doll, uh, which was released this week. We'll get into that uh, next week here on the 222 podcast. Sounds good. Robbie? Yes. What would you like to say to the folks? Say your prayers. Eat your vitamins. How you doing? (laughs) And visit Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I hear it's wonderful this time of year. Have a great week, everybody. We'll be back next week. This has been the 222 podcast. Tell your friends. Spread it around. Email us. Go to Twitter and Facebook. Occasionally we post stuff up there. Sometimes. Yeah.